Before we get started, if you're listening to Wellbeing Interrupted on your favourite app, don't forget to follow the show. This way you'll keep getting all the new episodes and any bonuses as well. Welcome to Wellbeing Interrupted, the podcast dedicated to exploring the transformative power of a healing mindset. I'm Tisha Rose, your host and the founder of Hurdle to Hope. If you're on a quest to not just survive but thrive after a life-changing diagnosis, then you're definitely in the right place. Living with MS and now stage 4 breast cancer has taught me a vital lesson. In the face of a life-changing illness, our mindset is everything. Each week, I'll share insights, tips and strategies to help you build a happier, healthier, more balanced life. So let's begin your journey from hurdle to hope starting right now. Hey there, welcome to episode three of Wellbeing Interrupted, the podcast by Hurdle to Hope. As I've mentioned, these first few episodes really are a bit of an introduction. In episode one, you learnt more about me, the three ways that could help you as well manage the complete overwhelm of a new diagnosis or a new prognosis. Then in episode two, I shared with you more about my business, Hurdle to Hope, which has become my absolute lifeline over the last um, couple of years with, you know, dealing with both cancer and MS. And as I shared, it really is my hope that you will also learn to use the Hurdle to Hope roadmap as your own guide to help you through all of the challenges that come with living with a life-changing illness. And today I want to shift the focus onto our mindset. As I say at the end of every episode, to thrive after a life-changing diagnosis, your mindset is everything. And I truly believe that, but I guess I want to make it a little bit more clear as to what I mean by your mindset. So if you were to ask me, what is the most important ingredient in living well with an illness? I would give you this simple answer, your mindset. And I know this to be true. MS and breast cancer are two completely different diseases, yet they have one thing in common, my mindset. So in this episode, we will discuss why your mindset is so important. And then I'll go into whether having the right mindset means you have to be positive all the time. So I'm really excited about this topic. I love talking about all things mindset and yeah, let's get started. You're sitting in your doctor's room, being told your test results aren't great, that your life will change forever. Your mindset is there. Lying in the hospital bed, feeling alone, feeling scared of what is to come, your mindset is there. Getting through a brutal treatment regime, feeling sick and depleted, your mindset 
is there, being in a crowded room but feeling alone, like no one understands what you're going through. Your mindset is there, waking up at 3 a.m., your mind racing, thinking about all you have to cope with. Your mindset is there. Faced with the reality of trying to fit your illness into your everyday life, at home, at work, socially, your mindset is there. And that's why talking about our mindset in living with a chronic illness or a life-changing illness is so important because it is the one constant in every situation you face. The bad news is that your mindset has the potential to become your worst enemy. Negative self-talk that sabotages your efforts to live well you know, things like, it's too much, I can't do this, why me, it's not fair, what's the point? This self-talk can feed your fear and anxiety and it can make you feel like moving forward is impossible. It's even pointless, even trying. But on the flip side, the good news is that you can turn your mindset into your greatest ally. Its constant presence can guide you through difficult times, the darkest moments in your life. And that's what well-being interrupted is all about. I want to challenge you to engage your mind, to constantly challenge how you think about and approach your illness, but also all aspects of your life. I now realise that it was when I started actively working on my mindset in living with MS, as I became more involved in creating a life conducive to my overall well-being, that my experience with MS started to change. But it wasn't until I received the call from my surgeon to say the mastectomy was cancelled and my breast cancer had already spread to my liver and sternum that I began to truly realize the power of my mindset in coping. So for more about that story, go to episode one and you'll hear about the call and the experience and the absolute fear I experienced on that very afternoon. You see, I'd never experienced such fear dealing with this shock in the days, weeks and months that followed I started applying my same mindset as I had learnt from living with MS and I realised that mindset was my silver lining in this new challenge because I had built up so much resilience from going through these dark moments. I almost kicked into gear. I knew what to do. As we really can train our mindset to know what to do the next time our well-being is interrupted. Now in navigating this new world of cancer, I'm really benefiting from these insights, but I really want you to benefit from all of these lessons I've learned as well. Okay, so we've recognised that our mindset is a constant. It's there with us every situation we find ourselves in. It can be our great 
ally, but if we let it, it could also become our greatest enemy. So now I want to chat about whether living well with your illness requires a positive mindset. And I used to think, yes, of course, it does. You have to be positive. And now I think, yes, it does, but it's complicated. So this is where I think things can get a little confusing, but I want to share with you what I've worked down, how I've tried to make sense of positivity and your mindset. So being positive in living with a life-altering illness is extremely important. I definitely have a positive outlook. I did before MS and that has helped me now in dealing with both MS and cancer. But this does not mean you have to be positive all the time. When dealing with a health crisis, this is not realistic, it's not healthy, and it's not authentic. And if we were to be positive all the time, that's when we fall into the trap of toxic positivity. And I'll chat about that in more detail in another episode. But for now, toxic positivity is really about denying us the opportunity to feel all the emotions, to feel the feels, feeling the pressure to be cheerful all the time. And that masks how you really feel about your situation. So if at a certain point in time you're really struggling, you're feeling exhausted, you're despondent about your illness, about your life, then comments such as could be worse or you just need to stay strong or she'll be right, which is very Australian. And although all of these comments are well-intended, they don't validate the complex emotions that you're experiencing. Worse still, you might feel pressured to put on a brave face or pretend that everything is fine when in reality you're struggling to cope with your illness and the impact it's having on your life. But here's where I think the confusion sometimes lies is if I don't have to be positive all the time, that doesn't mean I have to be negative. Instead, I think it's about authenticity, having an authentic mindset. And that's what I've really learned over the past couple of years. You can experience the full spectrum of emotions but still have a positive outlook. You can feel all the feels without being consumed by negative energy. And that's when I realised that I have evolved so much since dealing with MS in my 20s as back then I think I really did have a bit of toxic positivity happening. I was scared to explore my emotions, to even reflect on the trauma of lying in a hospital bed for weeks and weeks, being unable to move, because I thought exploring these emotions 
would mean I would spiral into darkness and I wouldn't be able to get myself back out of this hole. Whereas now that I'm older and in my 40s and so much more wise, um, not really, but with breast cancer, I know I cried and cried, I sobbed, I felt all of the emotions, the absolute fear of being diagnosed with stage four breast cancer, what it meant to my life, what it meant to my mortality. I felt absolute fear. I was so scared. It was like, it wasn't even like my stomach dropped. It was like there was, I was in free fall. There was nothing there. It felt to hold me. I was just so scared. But feeling these emotions didn't mean I embodied a negative mindset. I used to think exploring all these emotions will lead to feeling negative about my situation, but it hasn't. Instead, I've learned how to be authentic to how I'm feeling. And the relief has been that this authenticity has made me stronger and it's helped me to feel more empowered in having an impact on my life with MS, but also on breast cancer. So if you stop to think about it, being negative is not only difficult for those around us, but it makes our lives miserable as well. And gosh, there is so much I want to share in future episodes as I'm also a big believer in the law of attraction And if you're always negative, then the experiences you attract will also be negative and you'll start seeing your life and your future from a negative point of view, from a negative perspective. But that's a conversation for another day. For now, in this episode, I really want you to remember these important points. Your mindset really is everything and I'm going to keep saying that at the end of every episode because it's what I truly believe. It is your one constant. It is what is with you in every situation and and in every experience you will have with your illness. This reality then provides us with motivation to work on our mindset as it can be your greatest ally. But on the flip side, it also can be your greatest enemy. It can be your self-sabotage. Is that a word? But it can sabotage you as well. And then if the power of your mindset is true, if it is your one constant, if it can become your greatest supporter in this life with your illness, then we need to start unpacking what a mindset really is. And today we looked at and I chatted about a positive mindset and how you can still be positive without suppressing authenticity. You can still feel the spectrum of emotions without being consumed by negativity. 
And I think that's so important and that is a lesson that took me a long time to learn but we can't suppress our feelings and we need to feel confident enough in ourselves to feel the feels, to explore our emotions and to know even if we sink down into the depths of darkness that we don't need to stay there, that we can still find a way out and we can still keep moving forward. And if you're listening to this and you know someone going through an illness, support them to feel all the emotions. Support them to express how they're genuinely feeling. As suppressing these emotions will not help them to live well. And I love conversations like this, as you'll learn throughout this podcast, as to live well, I've discovered you really need to be present, you need to be active in your journey with your illness, and you need to constantly challenge how you think about and experience your illness, but all aspects of your life. And once you are present, once you join in conversations like this, once you really start questioning what you've always thought about things, that's when you start moving forward and that's when you realise you can have an impact on your experience every step of the way. Before finishing this episode, I really want to highlight that if any content in this episode triggers difficult emotions, especially if you're being hesitant to confront feelings that have arised through a diagnosis or a health crisis, please seek professional support. Although I can't provide specific helplines for every country, local mental health services, healthcare professionals, anyone else in your support network, including support groups, they're really valuable resources. And remember, reaching out for help is really a sign of strength and such an important step in your wellbeing journey. And something else that will help your journey Keep listening to the very end of this episode as I have something available which will help you start your own Hurdle to Hope journey today. Thank you so much for joining me today on Wellbeing Interrupted. If today's episode inspired you or you think it could help others, please share it by tagging at Hurdle to Hope in your Instagram stories or just by telling a friend about it. To spread our message of healing and hope to those who need it most, your ratings and reviews are invaluable. By taking a moment to rate and review on your listening platform, you help us attract inspiring guests and create content that empowers all of us to thrive. Don't forget to follow me on at Hurdle to Hope for more insights. I'd love to see you there. Always remember to thrive after a life-changing diagnosis. Your mindset is everything.